All right, we are back. I'm here uh, with with Peter Rovers at fresh off fresh off of Miami. He's got the Miami glow from the live final. Uh, a, maybe not sweating that live final, but sweating a little underdog live final while we were there. How's it going, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Yeah, uh, made it back from Miami. That that already seems so long ago. Uh, <laughs> but did a very quick trip down. Was bummed that you weren't able to uh, to make it out. But uh, you know, we we had fun down there. And, uh, yeah, it was a great time. Uh, congrats to, uh, to Touch Nasty there on the, <laughs> on the win there. <laughs> well, did we, did anyone, uh, did you get a chance to see what his lineup looked like? What did Touch Nasty, uh, run out? Um, you know, I, uh, I know it had the Bengals stack. I, I know that for sure. I love that. I love that. that you, or no, no, sorry. I'm wrong. I'm completely wrong. I'm completely scrambled. Also, Mike, I was just checking on my stream. I don't see it getting pushed to okay. my channel right now. All right. Did you have in the top right, do you have my RTM thing selected? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. Here, I can I can move around in the I'll look in the back end for for a second. Um, but while we do uh while I start looking at that, I'm just going to look at can we see the yes, they do have the yeah, two nasty ran out wow, no stack. He had the uh Patriots correlation. Here, let me share a screen just so we can see it and then I'll mess yeah. around with I'll share a screen and then you can. Yeah. And that was the interesting thing about the live final is there, there was a lot of kind of similar constructions, you know, no one did get off the board too much with their stacks. So um, no Cincinnati stacks, although I was kind of surprised that there wasn't um, at least like a Kansas city QB tight end with the Cincy wide receiver stack. Cause I did think that was probably viable for a 12 person contest so that was kind of interesting to see but you know lots of rams wide receiver i think people just were like hey i'll take the safety of the rams wide receiver here and not mess with kind of the volatility of the Bengals. yeah i will say i was trying to put myself in those shoes uh i was trying to imagine that i had qualified uh and while i was building my main lineups uh for the online final i was like would how many would I build before I got to the Bengals? And I honestly think the Bengals stack was going to be my second one. I think the one that I was most excited about was the Chiefs side of it. Uh, but then Cincinnati was actually my second one. That was the one that I was uh, – I just was hoping that game was going to shoot out. And it seemed like the sentiment was people were like, maybe that game doesn't shoot out. Uh, <laughs> so I felt like it was so funny. At the beginning of the week, everyone was going to be on that game. And then by the end of the week, everyone was like, actually, that's going to be the one that does. Um, so that that was fun. Um, Mike, I think I figured out the issue and it's, it's actually on my end. Um, okay. it, it basically like wasn't pushing to the event I created and it was pushing to another like placeholder event. So you are, you are in the, in the clear. I will, okay, uh, I will get this straightened out here. Cool. Um, but yeah, and when looking at the online final, uh, the people in my discord probably know this, but we had, we had a real, uh, a major league sweat here as we finished, we scroll down a little bit, eighth plates right here. Peter, if we play that Green Bay Minnesota game ten times with Mannion as quarterback in ten degree weather in Green Bay, like how many pick sixes are thrown? Seriously, yeah. I mean, you and I actually we had dueling sweats in that game because I was hoping for as many Devonte Adams points as possible, and you were hoping for as many Sean Mannion turnovers uh, as possible. And Sean Mannion basically screwed it for both of us. Yeah. It really did. It was unbelievable. And like Green Bay, I I don't know if it was intentional or not, but they were like, what if we don't apply pressure? We'll just drop everybody back. So I couldn't even accumulate sack points. 
Um, but it was funny because I when I dropped to eighth place, I was like, all right, the dream is gone. And then I was doing the math and a pick six would have vaulted me. I believe, right, that it, that would be worth eight points. Yeah. Um, and eight points tie me for first and I had the tiebreaker. So we were a pick six away from first. Yeah. And wouldn't you, and also you would have held two if they didn't score any points, right? Yeah. So um, at right before halftime, right before they kicked the field goal, I was in first place because they had accumulated two sacks, I think. So they, they had 17 points, which gave me, which gave me a leg up. So it was, it was pretty, it was a fun sweat. I was happy to be a part of it, but oh my God, was it tilting, especially when um, the, cause uh, the one who took it down D clue 98, he and I were neck and neck the whole time and then got that late Broncos tight end touchdown. And I was ready to also not even to take into question the last minute of the Bengals game where Joe Burrow yes. has three failed sneak attempts. And then I was like, well, at least the chiefs will get the ball back. Kelsey will get two grabs and like two catches from Kelsey is probably worth like a couple thousand at this point when you look at the, cause it was Tampa Bay was ahead of me um like the atlanta one so that that was gross it was definitely gross that that's the thing about all that stuff too like once you start going like down the rabbit hole of kind of like sweats and stuff it's like it's so easy to beat up on yourself because i was yeah. doing i was like oh man if noah fant just doesn't score this touchdown this was in my underdog sweat um it's like that's such a massive swing like literally tens of thousands of dollars that touchdown but then on the other hand you're like well if rashad penny doesn't break off another 50 yard right. run i probably don't have that either and i wasn't expecting 34 points from rashad penny so right. that's just like how it goes but it is hard once you start going back and realizing that the margins are as thin as one catch or one know. play you know Pete, i i was hesitant to tell you this uh, -oh. uh uh, but I wanted to, I wanted to, I'm going to share this again and I want to share my lineups. So these were my uh, online finals, right? So we had a little Buffalo stack, the Kansas city stack, the Cincinnati stack, which came in eighth. We had a green Bay stack, which was garbage. Uh, and then this Cowboys, Cowboys stack. Oh, and one more, the Ravens, which didn't show up, but I want you to know. So I, I tuned into uh, Pete in a robe on uh <laughs> Sunday morning oh, live no. from Miami. And you brought up a really good point, which was something I didn't think about which was uh, the running back defense correlation in TOC, how you're not really uh, accessing both uh -oh. ceilings. So I moved my uh, Patriots defense from this lineup to this lineup and the Green Bay one down here. And Are you saying those. you got influenced by me and I cost you how much money? Uh, it's It was exactly six points. So I will say it was not first place. But it was it was second place. So, uh, but I, but it made sense. It made sense, and I was like, wow, that's a pretty sharp take. I hadn't thought about that. So. Well, if I've learned one thing this year, um, as a guy who loves Lavisca Chanel, is you can throw out all kind of normal, <laughs> you know, trends and GTO strat when it comes to the Jags. Like whatever <laughs> you expect out of them, they will somehow find a way to defy expectations. So now looking back, I should have said, could the Patriots running backs and defense both have massive days against the Jags? Of course. It was so gross watching that game, knowing I, with like three minutes left, I was like, come on, Trevor Lawrence, one touchdown could save the day for us. And Hey, he got it. He got it. A nice, a nice like 30 yard screen pass to the house or whatever it was. I know that's, that stuff is so it's so frustrating uh, with that, especially when you just, you just want the quarterback to just do anything. <laughs> anything. The, de the defensive sweat like is, is really brutal, especially if you, cause you get the way that it works on these sites, right? Like you get these sites 
uh, or the points up front. And then they right. just take them away from you. It's like, I'd rather have sport where like I earn <laughs> yes. it or like dole them out like every quarter. Like, oh, you have a shutout. Here's two more of your points. Yes, that's what was so gross was having everybody in the one o'clock game, but the defense are just rooting for garbage football from four o'clock on. Um, but I got it. We got it for the most part. Like the Cowboys Cardinals game ended up not really accessing the ceilings that we thought it was going to. I mean, they still did fine, but it didn't it didn't murder like we thought it was going to. Yeah. Um, um, so, I mean, Hey, but congratulations though, by you. the way, uh, and you, that was you as well, man. Thank you. Yeah. I didn't, uh, I had, I had some nice caches. Um, cause I did have my one, uh, Bengals wide receiver lineup that obviously did pretty well. So I uh, had a profitable, uh, week in TOC, but never got that full kind of top five finish sweat like you did. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was actually funny because at the TOC, um, live event in Miami, which was a super fun time. Uh, shout out to all those guys. Cause they put on a great live event, but it was like, Justin and I each had million dollar sweats in best ball. And so me and him are like, you know, fist pumping Rashad Penny touchdowns. <laughs> and then it's like, nobody in the TOC live final had Seattle running back. Yeah. So it was like, we kind of like hijacked the sweat there for a little while, but it, it was a super fun time. Also incredible. Justin did this a second year in a row, like yeah. had a sweat like that for a second. That's incredible. It's almost like there's skill in best ball and it's not just all luck. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. If it happens a third year, then maybe, maybe I'll buy yeah. it. It feels like um, the end of rounders. <clears throat> yeah, I had it. It was it was funny too because the I ended up leaving the party a little bit. They had um space at FTX Arena um back on the backside. There was kind of this other auxiliary room and they had the cornhole and, and beer pong and stuff going outside, really good food and drinks. And I wanted, I had to rush back because we were doing tilt space as well. Um, and so I'm trying to get back from FTX to my hotel room, trying to get Ubers. My phone is dying. You and I, I were while simultaneously sweating like the end of these games. And it was like one of the more like frantic 45 minute periods of my life. Yeah. Did you end up making tilt space? I did. I did. I got on at like 6.45 and I thought for sure they were going to shut it down. Like I thought I was going to get there and Mike and Joe would be like, all right, we're done. <laughs> and then I came in pretty drunk and uh, sh show had caught a second wind. There we go. That, that usually happens. If you get one intoxicated guy, that's all you need to, to ride out another half hour. That's right. Uh, but yeah, so very fun. Uh, excited for uh, whatever the live final kind of experiences next year. Um, it was a very successful event and I'm excited to see it even bigger. Yeah, I imagine we will both qualify next year. Uh, and if not, we will finagle our way down there. There's no way we can't. There's no way. Um, so I think what we can do today, right? We, we've got two playoff contests. Uh, I know TOC, I, I believe we're going to get an announcement a little bit later this afternoon about the best ball situation, but I did get, uh, oh wait, Ryan did ask, did you ever get your bucket of Corona? No, I literally canceled. Uh, I had to call the hotel room uh, here. I'll just, I'll just indulge the rest of this one. So, I, you know, I wanted my beers. They don't come. I cancel them and now I want food. So I go down at the start of the Green Bay game to this hotel bar. They don't have the game on. They have it on CBS or whatever. So I asked, I was like, hey, could you put the game on here for me? And she's like, I'm I'm sorry. She's like, I can't figure out a remote. It's broken. They have to call in the IT staff. I'm here trying to sweat Devontae Adams <laughs> sitting in this restaurant. We have the guy come with the belt. You know, he's no. got the hammer on his come belt on. and all this. He's trying to fix it. I was just like, God damn it. Just give me the remote at that point. Did they give you a chance? Did they like... Pete, maybe you can do this. I didn't even want to. It was like, I'm refreshing scores and talking <laughs> to people. I was like, I don't want this responsibility. 
That's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> um, well, so they've got, we got two contests coming. The one I wanted yeah. to, uh, what we can do first is we can share a little graphic that we got from the TOC gang. And uh, we could go over like the format of this a little bit. Uh, let me blow this up a little. Uh, nope, that's not what we wanted. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> uh -oh. That was that was a little team little team hold special there. Uh, let me try that one more time. So we'll go over this, and then uh, and then we can talk about the other contests as well, and look at the marketplace a little bit. So we got fifty thousand guaranteed, right? Uh, the we talked about this a little bit too, where the entry point of this is pretty nice. So you purchase packs for twenty dollars. Each pack contains twenty cards. Uh, I like the min two per position. Uh, and then you select 12 of the 20 to build your lineup. You can mint that lineup as an NFT, and then you can also buy and sell as well. And then they also said uh, for, for us users that have participated in the uh, season long, we can burn one of our cards for one of these packs as well, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, and the other nice thing about this, so they they are guaranteeing $50,000 no matter how many packs get sold, but mm. they also said, a hundred percent of the total proceeds. So if it soars over that, that that's all going to be going back into awesome. the price pool and stuff like that. So this can, you know, theoretically get as big as, as it wants to get yeah. with it essentially being a rake free contest, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And I know, and uh, TJ also shared a video in their discord as well. That shows what like the lineup construction will look like, what the pack looks like and how you set your lineup. And um, it's going to be, I, I don't know. It looks pretty cool. My favorite thing about this was, and we've talked about it where if you missed out on like the initial pack drop, you found out either through these shows or through whatever. Um, and you were like, I want to get involved, but you didn't want to like buy in on week eight or packs were already sold out or whatever. This is like a nice entry point to get involved in this and uh, a nice little supplement to the, the other playoff contest that they're having. Yeah. I, I love this contest. I think the price point is perfect. I love like it checks all the boxes for me. It's all, you know, similar to like ripping off, you know, underdog drafts, right? Yeah. It's like, it's just enough. The prize pool's big enough that it's juicy. There's this, um, kind of gambling element of like, what am I going to get in my pack? You know, am I yeah. going to get the nut, you know, plays in my pack on top of that, there's the secondary marketplace aspect where you are going to have, you know, incredible hedge opportunities based on how things are looking and based on how kind of risk averse you are. Like I was thinking about my underdog best ball lineup. You know, I, I think at certain points on the day on Sunday, like the implied value of that lineup was probably a couple hundred thousand dollars. And I probably would have cashed it out for a couple <laughs> hundred thousand dollars instead of, you know, trying to roll the dice for a million. And I think, but here you don't have to have that hypothetical. Like right. if you have a sick lineup that you think has, let's just say, uh, first place. And I I'm speaking out of school, but let's just say first place is $10,000 in this contest. And you think you have a 10% win equity. Like you could put that on the market for $1,500 and see if someone else thinks it has a 20% win equity and essentially get paid out for the expected value of that lineup, which I think is a super cool concept. Yeah. I mean, imagine, imagine eliminating that green base sweat, right? Yeah. That would, that would have been incredible to eliminate that, take some money in, right? I mean, uh, what I would give, what I would give to not have to sweat Sean Mannion. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm excited about this. I and again, the, the, I'm for, oh good. No, I was just gonna say, where do you think you fall like on on this of knowing that you know, say that marketplace is popping and you have the nut light up? Are you writing this out for a sweat, or do you think you're going to list it high and see if it if it sells? Listen, if you had asked me on Saturday. I would have said we're riding out. We're playing for first. Uh, after that Sunday experience, 
because you know what was so brutal? I was like, okay, I might not get first, but I'm like a lock for top four. And then uh, to finish an eighth, I think that that uh, that woke me up a little bit. So I don't know. I, I think I would mess around with it. I would. Yeah. And the other thing that's interesting to think too, is, um, you know, for us, I know Mike, we, you know, we've talked about it on the streams about, you know, GTO for putting stuff in the side hustle versus the main. And you and I were like, we want to win the live final seat. We want to win first place. You know, you and I notorious clout chasers, just give us that first place title. This is the thing with trying to get first or selling a lineup in this, because then you can't be the champ. You might've drafted and minted the team, but you are not the champ. If you sell it to someone else, they are the champ. They bought it. Yeah, but imagine if I was the first one to sell. <laughs> <laughs> yes, history will remember you fondly. No, I think it is a fun, a fun thing to go back and forth on, uh, on, on how to to play it. And hopefully, hopefully, you have a few that are live, right? Ideally, I'd like to have a few that I can sit on. You know, maybe the kind of more long shots mm -hmm. that I think still have upside, and then maybe if the market's getting too frothy as far as how overconfident they get in certain plays or, or certain team success based on how they look in the first two rounds, then maybe that's a sell opportunity. But just in general, having that added element to this, oh yeah, I think it, it makes it so much fun. No, I like that. And I, I'll also, I've seen some questions too. I know uh, Justin said they'll be having a show today at four. So I'm sure uh, they'll be answering a lot of the stuff there. Like the idea is there a Mac max purchase and like how, how many, cause like, what would your approach be to this? Be like, if you were, um, like how many shots would you be wanting for how, how many of these packs am I going to buy? Yeah. That's really what I'm asking. Like, <laughs> I mean, trust me, if these go anything like the underdog, you know, best ball drafts, like you get addicted, right? Yeah. Because you're going to start minting. You're going to start having kind of the combos that you want to hit. Um, you're like, you know, say you're gunning for that Ram stack and you, it's like, Oh, you get Rams wide receiver, but not Rams QB. So now I'm going to rip another pack to try to <laughs> hit that stack. So depending on how much you fall in love or how much you're aiming for a specific thing, mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I, I will say I'm probably going to be in for 20 to 30 packs. Yeah. That's I was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I imagine that's where it's going to be, especially after that, uh, TOC balance was, uh, fluffed up a little bit over the weekend. I, um, this I, I guess this is a question I should have had the answer to before we started, but are we able to combine like, so say you buy 10 packs, can you like mix and match or is this more no. of the right? So you have to build 12 from the 20 that you get. Right. But we talked about this and I think it was DJ local who kind of identified this as the GTO play that you could, you don't have to mint your lineup right away. Right. right. So you could kind of balance your exposure. It almost be like, say DraftKings with the the salaries or whatever mm -hmm. it's like they just gave you your pool of players and like there's some players you don't have but then it's like now you can make your lineup based on this so you could go around and be like i i don't want to use this here because i'm going to use it over here and so i think to me that's going to be my thing is wait review yeah. all of my packs and then kind of mix and match the lineups as i like them oh man this is going to be i i can already feel I can already feel myself pulling out my hair, but I'm excited. This is going to be great. Yeah. Um, um, it'll, it'll be fun. And I do think, yeah, I'll, I'll be excited to see uh, what the pack opening experience is like. And even seeing those on the, I'm excited to see what they look like on the marketplace and, and yeah. how that all starts going. And do you think, here's one for you. Do you think we see any sales lineup sales on the marketplace before the games even start where someone just like, I love that lineup. Yeah. That's interesting. I feel like, yeah, I bet we do. I bet we see a handful of those, right? Like imagine 
<laughs> this this is a wild strategy. I don't see people doing this, but they're they're like, I don't, I'm not going to open packs. I'm not going to get any packs, but I am going to buy like multiple lineups off the marketplace. It's like I'm gonna I don't trust my ability to construct a lineup, but I do trust my ability to buy other people's. Yeah. And I also think it's another interesting thing. Like, say you just get a shitty pack and you just mm -hmm. don't feel good about the card. Like, would you list it for 15? Would you be willing to get bought out at a five dollar loss I like because you don't love it? I mean, I would I personally would not do that because <laughs> one, I I hate taking L's and two. <laughs> there's so much volatility in the, in the playoff picture right. this year, that stuff you might think doesn't look good could be extremely viable. But I do think that's an interesting concept too. Yeah, no, I, I, I think like even, even uh, a shit pack, right. Uh, that doesn't have favorites or whatever could be very enticing. Cause it, right. All it takes is one upset. Everything is changed. And now you've got some like low owned stuff. Um, but I think you're right. I think like buying multiple packs is going, and this isn't to pump it up, but buying multiple packs is the way to go. Just so you have a, di a few different avenues of success, you know, a few different path playoff paths for it to work. Yeah. Um, I also think, you know, another interesting element for us because we're going to be playing in the other best ball contest that uses the cards from throughout the year. Mm -hmm. I'm also kind of excited to see, like, say I get, just absolutely overloaded with let's just say bills guys in my in my $20 packs mm -hmm. and you know because you have to decide between three lineups for the playoff contest you know maybe maybe I'm kind of fading bills in that contest because I know I have my bills exposure in that other I like contest that. I like that so you can kind of hedge your your lineup exposures even across those based on what you get in the packs yeah that's sharp I like that a lot I like that a lot especially because you can only have three like you said so let's start, let's start talking about that. Let's pivot to that uh, contest. And again, uh, the Own the Moment guys are going to be live at 4 o'clock today, so definitely check them out. Um, but let's start talking about the other contests um, now. And I, I, I yeah. texted you earlier in this week, and I, I haven't looked at it too much, but I, I was like, oh, let me peek around the marketplace a little bit. And it seemed like, it seemed like stuff was going up. Not only were things getting more expensive, I, didn't, I, like, I think at one point, there, uh, and I'll pull it up now, at one point, only like two bills quarterbacks were listed. Um, yeah. So we're like really starting to see we're really, oh God, the sun's coming out now in a weird angle. So I apologize. It looks like I'm doing this from the shadows. Um, but yeah, let's pull up the quarterback and yeah, I'm not connected to polygon. So I apologize. <laughs> um, and low to high, like the low ask for the, all right, right, one eleven. So a few more have been listed since then, but still only five. So I think it's like the, the marketplace is getting a little bit sharper now. Yeah, uh, although another some has swung in the other direction because I was looking at buying a Kansas City running back the other day, and I'm actually glad I held out because there was only like three listed at the time. Mm -hmm. I I think I messaged you. I said, wasn't it like $125? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now there's a couple up here. There's a 47, a 50, a 50 dollar, and I'm actually going to scoop one of those right now. <laughs> um, but I think that was uh is interesting too that some of the, you know, we're seeing a little bit more inventory here. And I think people are also probably, you know, you can start building, right? Like you can start building what your playoff lineups are going to be. And mm -hmm. then you can kind of look at the rest of your inventory and be like, Hey, this might be, this is one of the best last times to, you know, cash out some of your playoff cards. Well, there was a lot of conversation about that in our discord where someone was like, wow, I can get like two fifty for 
the um, the Cowboys stack. Basically, the QB wide receiver flipped that, and then they were like, now I'm up on what I spent like this entire year or something like that. So I think you're right. Like If you're not keen on building these playoff contests and are, are trying to make a little bit back. You're right. Now's the time to, now's the time to do that. Have you been um, like, where are you at right now with the marketplace buys? Like, are you ready to go uh, for the playoffs? Or are you still like, I know you just said the Kansas city running back, but are you still eyeing a handful of things? Yeah. I think the, the tough part for where I'm trying to think through is I think I have enough of an inventory to build three really good lineups for the mm -hmm. playoff contest. So I'm not worried about that per se. It's just like how much optimizing, how much perfection do you want? And then that results in, in me wanting to maybe go and round out a few things. I think what's really interesting and the whole thing, you know, when this, when the playoff contest first came out, my thought was, all right, let's just over-correlate. Let's just lock in a few of these full team sets for a high-scoring team that might be able to make the Super Bowl. So say the Bills or the mm -hmm. Chiefs and just roll out all five of their position players. But then we're starting to think, you know, and we were talking about this with Justin too of, are you going to be sacrificing too much? Like New England would be a really good example. Say say you want to play them as going to the Super Bowl. That's not an outlandish thing. How many weeks are you willing to eat, you know, subpar scores at say wide receiver or right. quarterback relative to, cause you could have like, you could play the chargers QB, say they make the playoffs and one game from Herbert could outscore Mac Jones over two games. I know. I know. So like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're picking your spots there too. I also think the way that, um, the way that the playoffs are rounding out right now, it really changes stuff. Cause I think there was, there was some sharp ways. Like do the chiefs only play one game? Like maybe the chiefs make the playoffs um, <clears throat> and then they get a first round buy. And then I, I don't know what happens, right? But when you're trying to like project the playoffs a little bit, but now with Tennessee moving into the one seed, I don't know. Cause we had talked about it. Tennessee kind of seemed enticing. Like if you think they're going to make a run, but they're not doing it with a buy, I'm like more interested in that. But if they're doing it with a buy, I'm not as interested in that. So I feel like the way that the playoffs are shaping up, it's it's really changing where I was like a week ago. Like as a hypothetical in the, in, to kind of extend that, if I told you, all right, Mike, I know for sure the Colts are making the Super Bowl. Um, mm -hmm. The football gods came down to me and they handed me the crystal ball. And I know this. <laughs> what do you think your, first of all, you'd probably be rushing to the marketplace to grab a few things. But yeah. then what do you think your optimal allocation from the Colts would be do you think you'd be using indianapolis tight end no. in your build no even knowing so. they're getting four games yeah i still don't think i would i think i would take my chances at, at a tight end who is going to get two games like even one game from kelsey although you know what no no i was confusing that with tennessee uh but even like one game with kelsey could easily outscore what we've seen from an indianapolis tight end over four games right yeah so yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think I would. I don't even know if I'd want to play the wide receiver. I mean, I guess maybe I would, but it, that's still close. Yeah, and I think where I'm at with it now, and in those on those teams where positionally it's just a complete non-factor. Like another example right now is the Packers tight end. Like they're mm -hmm. just not using the tight end. Uh, apologies to uh, Joe Deguera. Um, <laughs> but but then I think the really interesting conversation comes into what about some of these more fringe positional groupings? Like let's talk about KC in Buffalo. To me, if I got four games out of KC in Buffalo running back, even though they don't, they can't outpace the like bell cow backs generally four games of that is probably going to be in the optimal. Well, right. And it's four games of an offense that 
typically puts up points, right? It's not like <clears throat> it's not like a team that's grinding out Ws. Like th those teams are probably going to put up four, 30, 40 points, whatever. So like you assume all the ancillary pieces have a better shot of getting there. Where if like Indy makes a Super Bowl, you're not thinking that Indy's beating these teams 35-28, right? Right. In my guess is the kind of chalk construction for a lot of these is going to be um it's going to be like people play their Super Bowl matchup. They mm -hmm. pick, you know, the four, three to four best cards from those two teams. And then they're like, all right, I'll toss in Indianapolis running back. Right. I'll toss in Los Angeles wide receiver. And then for my, my flex, I'll toss in KC tight end and basically say, I'll play the Super Bowl, but then also try to jam in the highest equity points just from Man. the best position groups. That's it, my guess on it. So it feels like if you're doing that, your one-off plays can't be those guys. Like it can't be your Colts running backs, your KC tight end. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. That, that That's what I think. I think I'd either want to lean into it a little bit more and being like, okay, you're only going to have Indianapolis running back. Well, I want to play them as going a little further. So maybe I toss in Indianapolis wide receiver or defense mm -hmm. as well. And just being like, if they make a run, I want to be able to capture some extra points relative to you. And then, yeah, maybe making those slight pivots. So it's like, all right, I'm going to fade Indianapolis running back knowing it's going to be so, so popular. And I'll play Los Angeles running back because we know Eckler and that mm -hmm. backfield has the potential to have massive games. And it's going to come in at a fraction of the ownership. You're only going to be running into teams who are playing Chargers Super Bowl in their stack. So that I think is going to be where the edge is. And that's typically been the edge too in the FFPC playoff mm -hmm. style contest. I was actually just talking with Corrine and Gretchen Leone um, because we're going to be gearing up to do a bunch of content around that. And we're predicting Jonathan Taylor to be 80 plus percent wow. owned in that contest. Wow. So the new Derrick Henry? The new so, Derrick Henry. Uh, and it's even more pronounced than Derrick Henry because the running back bell cow position for this playoff group is so weak. There's so mm -hmm. much uncertainty specifically on the NFC side. And then on top of that, at least with Derrick Henry last year, AJ Brown was a pretty attack attractive pivot. Right. Like Pittman is not near as an attractive pivot. So to me, everything's pointing toward just massive JT. Um, and I think that's going to carry over into the TLC contest as well. So, oh, all right, then let me, let me ask you this. If you are playing Jonathan Taylor, are you only doing it in, like stacks, like if you were doing it with an indie to the Super Bowl, or like say, say you play a Chargers, like I don't know if if you can only make three lineups, right? I imagine most people are going to be like, all right, give me some Chiefs exposure, give me some Bills exposure, uh, make sure you know, like I don't know how many times they're dipping down to Chargers going to the Super Bowl or Bengals going to the Super Bowl. Like if you right. do something like that, are you okay with that Taylor as a one off or? Or are you just kind of like, no, let's just try to avoid it. Yeah, real quick, just to cover, because Lou was asking in my chat, um, we did start talking about the, the other contests. So there's two oh, playoff contests. The one we started with was the Fresh Slate contest, which is the $20 packs, where you open it up and you have to make a lineup using the cards that are in that pack and you mint it and then there's that. This is the best ball playoff contest where you use your cards from throughout the season to build three main event style lineups, but it's actually an expanded set with 10 cards and a flex. So sorry, we, we kind of pivoted there quickly to that. Yeah. Sorry. Guys. Um, I think to what you were saying, like what I think I'll be trying to look to do 
is obviously we're going to have the benefit of knowing the brackets, right? Like mm -hmm. right now you can do underdog drafts and you're kind of just in the wild, wild <laughs> West guessing. So I think if I were to use a Jonathan Taylor or Indianapolis card, I would want to set it up to where they were playing my other AFC heavy team in the AFC championship mm -hmm. to where the path was viable. And then in that way, I'm at least getting two games out of it. And then also trying to make the pieces line up with that team I'm projecting. So I probably wouldn't use that if I was playing the chargers because then I'm using like the two running back slots there. I'd probably rather use them with the bills in like fade okay. bills, running back being like, I'm going to get JT score at running back for two weeks. And then the puzzle pieces of the bills will fit up where they're better quarterback wide receiver and tight end than the Colts. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So I think it's going to be a lot of puzzle piece type stuff. And then just trying to think like how many, you know, projected points are you going to want to give up to try to nail the correlation and the pairings? Yeah, I really do. I, and this goes back to what the, this whole TOC experience has been like throughout the year. I like that you're maxed out at three lineups because it really does the game theory of it all. You're not worried about someone who has 25 lineups being like, okay, so we don't have to get, you don't have to get as weird as you might think you have to, to get unique. Right. And that, I mean, the TOC live final is actually a pretty, instructive kind of example of this of I actually thought there would be a little bit more variation in those top lineups but people were pretty much jamming the optimals with with small tweaks and I do think if you're willing to be just a little bit uncomfortable in this playoff contest like how many people are going to want to burn again let's say the Chargers make it are going to want to burn one of their three slots on a Chargers kind of like super stack you know with yeah. quarterback running back wide receiver probably not a lot that's what I mean. And it really does feel like it's open. I mean, obviously I feel like you get the chiefs as favorites, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised by anything, especially in the East. Like if you told me the Bengals won a couple of games, or if you told me not the East, the AFC, or if the Chargers won a couple of games, like I wouldn't be surprised by anything at this point. And so I do think there's a lot of value in just being a little bit, a little bit different. I mean, like, again, the, the Bengals ceiling is just outrageous. Yeah. And it looks like some more questions on this. So Jonathan asking in your chat, is that the same for best ball with TOC? Do you only get three, even if you buy so many packs? No. So you get 20 cards in a pack and then you make a lineup with those available cards. So in the one contest, your available cards is anything you own currently and anything you want to go buy in the marketplace right now to set up your team. Like everything's fair game with this. It's whatever comes in your individual pack. You know what? I'll um I'm gonna share this right now. We'll do a little share screen because it's it's such a quick uh a quick little thing that um oh wait where is it? Hold on. <clears throat> Maybe I won't be sharing it because I don't see it anymore. But the uh, the OTM guy shared a video that like really broke it down. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. Now I got it. Which will just explain like what this lineup construction looks like, and it it really makes it it makes it easy to see here. So oh, yeah, right here we go. Oh, yeah. I hadn't seen this video yet. Right. So the, the pack is what's on your left right here. And then on the right is like you submitting your lineup, which is good. Oh, and this like, is sick. And Pete, like what you talked about, right? You can see underneath the lineup uh, mint preview, you can see save for later or mint lineup, which I think is great, right? For that. Like if you decide you're going to buy a few more packs, there you go. Yeah. Um, so let's smooth. see. Yeah, I that is going to be very fun. Yeah, I, I would definitely recommend utilizing the save for later if you're buying a 
a decent amount of packs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it'll be fun. You'll, you, I don't know what kind of, if they'll have anything on the site that would show your overall inventory, like six LA QBs, mm-hmm. but we might have to live that spreadsheet life and you can start to uh, kind of just see your overall exposures there. And no, um, Jonathan, no one likes the spreadsheet quite like you. So I do love the, I'm a freak in the spreadsheets. <laughs> um, Jonathan, you can buy as many packs as you want. So mm-hmm. um, that's kind of the, it's like, uh, you know, a, a Millie maker contest. You want to put in you know, 150 lineups. You can, you could also, you know, put in three. Um, <laughs> whereas the, the main flagship contest with the existing cards is, is max three. Yeah. <clears throat> awesome. Well, I think we got, I think we got to most of it. I, I know uh, the OTM guys are going to be at it at four again. So, so check them out. I don't know, Pete, did we, I feel like we covered most yeah, of everything, right? The only other thing that, was news last time when they announced the packs was the ability to burn Mm -hmm. one of your moments to get a free pack. Do we have any updates on that? Yeah, I believe that's still a go. So when, when this goes live, you should be able to select one of your moments. Cause I know Justin talked about it as uh, like a a bone to us who, who have been here from the beginning, but also for them to get a test on what this burn feature is going to look like. Cause I know they had mentioned that for next season as well. Um, so you should be able to use one of your cards to burn to then get one of these best ball packs. So you're automatically in for free, which is nice. Yeah. And I know, uh, the OTN or the TOC crew, they're going to have some more, uh, definitive announcements coming very soon. Uh, I know also on both of our shows, if you guys are down in the show description, we'll have a link where you can, uh, where you can buy packs. Uh, you can use your, do you have your promo code yet? Mike, is it, is it? I, so the pro, we have the promo code. I don't know if they're live yet, so I'm not going okay. to wait for their announcement. Keep it. But All we right. do the promo code. Um, you have a promo code as well. I, I'm I do. Right? It may, it might even be a, a familiar promo code that you've heard me reference before. But the the moral of the story is you can check uh, the links down mm-hmm. below, and those will um, those will automatically take you to the site and kick it back to your boys <laughs> <laughs> so that that and i imagine you know any sort of, of kickback will be then kicked back into well, said best ball tournament we are single-handedly going to surpass 50k for you all in the prize pool i literally had to tell mike to take <laughs> some profits i was like mike treat yourself treat yourself <laughs> well what and i was Mike's saying like, was no i'm was, going full blast off i was saying the one the one thousand dollar mark was an interesting number because it wasn't i mean it's still a great w i'm not complaining but it wasn't so high that it was like hell yeah now i gotta go shot i gotta go take some of the stuff off pay off some whatever you know what i mean um so i was kind of like you know do we just <laughs> sweep the floor you know do we that's right it's <laughs> right a tight end whale what uh i guess just to wrap up are there any you know stuff that you think would be really interesting from a market perspective. Like I just saw Jonathan say in the chat, he's ready to burn his worst double tight end. And it made me laugh because one of my worst double tight ends so far this season has been the Raiders tight end because Waller has not been playing. But if the Raiders win and make the playoffs and get Waller back, we know how gross the tight end position is. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could theoretically make a case for right Raiders tight end in some scenarios. I, yeah, I mean, I would not burn that one. I would not burn that one. Yeah. <laughs> just in case. Just yeah, in just, case. You never know. He says not that one. No, I have a bunch of Detroit stuff that uh, yeah. <laughs> will be getting burned. I think a lot of, a lot of Detroit quarterback situations. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that will be interesting. Also like imagine if people did burn that tight end quite a bit and then all of us now, 
now like the the market for what is available all of a sudden the price De skyrockets because deflationary tight ends exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes uh, uh, pete anything anything you need to plug or you got like six or seven other things going on today no, right? i'm doing a i'm doing a show here at 2 30 with uh for splash play with spags and josh norris from underdog so nice. if you guys want to continue the uh the best ball playoff kind of strategizing we're gonna continue to talk through that i uh i've definitely been getting addicted i ripped off a few of those drafts last night because this is kind of the final chance where you can buy low on some of these teams that have more ambiguous playoff odds like you know mm -hmm. we don't know for sure the 49ers are going to make it the chargers so you can get some deals on those guys whereas once that firms up uh after sunday then the market will quickly adjust and be relatively efficient uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I did reload a little bit today on on Underdog so that I can I can start blasting off before Saturday. There we go. There we go. Uh, and we will be back here actually at three o'clock for a little happy hour action, and then then we will be done for the weekend. So uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, we I'm imagining we'll be back sometime on Friday uh, next week when the playoffs are set and we can maybe yeah. get a couple lineups live. You know. I say we, yeah, I say we just run it back next week with uh, our Friday afternoon show. I think that'll be good. Yeah, and I, I'll also say this too. I believe we're going to be giving away a couple of packs on stream next week. And if that, nice. if I uh, misinterpreted that DM, <laughs> so sorry, but that is what's happening now. So we will be giving away some packs. Uh, so shout out to the TOC OTM guys. And there we go. He's right, a true deposit king. Thank you, Willis. Good to see you. All right, everybody. We will see you next time. We're out of here.